Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. I tell you what, I am so very excited to be chatting with our next guest. He's a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, producer. Of course, you're formerly known for Enough's Enough. He's back with a brand new solo track, which you just heard, All My Favorite Things. Love that song. On top of that, you guys, he's also part of a new song uh, with his old crew in Enough's Enough. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But on the phone, happy to have him here on the show, Donnie V. Donnie, how are you, brother? Oh, thank you. Pretty good for my age. Um, I apologize for being a couple minutes late. A couple longtime fans, longtime friends, just each lost somebody very important to them and just kind of being there up and uh, consoling. But I'm sorry to hear that. Really, yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you taking time and uh, chatting with us here in Fargo. When is the last time you were you were kind of out in our neck of the woods here? In Fargo? Oh, probably when I was starring in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was that ugly guy that, that with the car. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I sometimes it was all one big place, you know. But if it makes sense, and if you guys want me, I will be there. Absolutely. Let me ask you, uh, what do you think it's going to take to kind of get back on track? Are you are you kind of on the vaccine train thing here, or do you think we need to be selling hazmat suits uh, at the merchandise table? What do you think it's going to take to get back into doing some uh, full length concerts here? Um, more of this that we're doing right now and um you know a lot more exposure and and people to hear what i do and to know that i still walk and breathe you know that there was a lot of people knew at one time many don't now and um except ones that you know go look for it or trip over it but um it's uh it'll take that pandemic to slow down so people can go back out and um just the powers that be to send me in your direction and send me back out there to do that and, and that I survive, I'm you know still alive and healthy enough to do it and I was just gearing up to do that right when the pandemic struck I just had my band and we were rehearsing and getting ready to put together a really great show for you know 30 years of music yeah. and stuff and um, and then this happened and uh, kind of let me off the hook of having to exercise and to get into shape let me and, ask um, you Donnie if you don't yeah. mind you you when you released your brand new single you, you kind of put it out in a video that last year you had a near-death experience you were kind of on your deathbed i did not know this can you kind of tell us what happened well in the grand gist of things i was not on my deathbed i was just uh the doctors thought i was and uh the Ah. the x-rays and the mris thought i was and i felt like i was but my spirit and my energy didn't ever felt that it was and um but yeah my my body was in pretty bad shape i've done a lot of haven't shown a lot of love to my body throughout the years i've started to uh extensively you know be a lot better myself but it was um it was a long time in the hospital and pancreas melted and uh wow you know i spent i lost about 37 pounds i was in there and you know a lot of a lot had to do with the energy and the like everybody said they have sent in prayers and energy i felt the energy I wow. felt it coming in there in uh, in a huge way, and that's amazing. And um, in the day I walked out of there, I hit the ground running. I was I was uh, within two three days. I was shooting the Instant Karma video. That's amazing. Do we know what caused this by chance? I'm sorry, I'm like digging into your personal life here, but I want to know what happened to our man Donnie V. Do you know what caused essentially yeah. your pancreas melting on you? Yeah, the, the, just the slow the slow uh, version of suicide that I was committing. <laughs> 
that started from like day one and and uh, just abuse to right. my body and and just showing it no absolutely no consideration or any love. And right. when we're younger, we think when people are telling us and we know, you know, hey, this one day, this is. Yeah, well, we're, it's like, well, that's one day. I'll worry about that then. But that day does come. Yeah. And uh, and when it does, it uh, makes a lot. It's it's a lot more important, and, it, and it's definitely you feel the effects a, a lot more at that time. And so that's all. That's right. all it was. Is what happened. I did it to myself, and sure. I blame nothing or anything, you know. But but right. I'll be damned if I'm going to just cease to enjoy anything in life that I that I like, you know. Is I gave up a lot. My favorite thing was was getting high, but that was just that was just to medicate other issues. You know that instead of fixing them or knowing how to fix them, I it was easier for me to do that. Right, to right. Exist in the environment and in the lifestyle and the situations that I was in, which were very frustrating and, and aggravating. And um, but feeling good know, now, yeah, to, yeah. Once you start to fix things and get an understanding of it, I had a lot of therapy, a lot of recovery uh, treatment stuff like that and yeah. uh, and it's stuck and I don't look back and I don't need to go to meetings I don't need to do any of this and I fixed some of the problems or got an understanding of them and I just have no desire to ever feel like I did ever again awesome well we're glad you're feeling well man uh kudos to you for uh, taking care of yourself and addressing that situation uh, I'm with you man I'm kind of like once you hit the age of 40 you're like a you have to sit on the old you have to sit at the edge of the bed when you wake up in the morning kind of like uh warming yourself oh up for God. the day like an old Buick <laughs> Dude, you have no idea it's for me when whenever wherever we go in our dreamscapes to when you come back into the body it's so evident of, of the that of the shape that my physical physical carcass is in and and I sit there yeah I crawl I crawl to uh, you know to the the glass of water and my medications and stuff like that and and so I just ease into it and and luckily I was just talking to to my guy who's setting up these interviews and stuff for uh for about a half hour, 45 minutes about some important things that got my brain kicking in, you know. <laughs> right. This is early. This is early for me, man, to crack a 130. <laughs> well, I want to ask, we're loving your song, All My Favorite Things. And from what I understand, this was a song that you wrote essentially after you got out of the hospital and this whole pandemic thing kicked in and you kind of started getting in touch with, uh, well, all the favorite things you had to give up. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't see the relevance that it would have to anybody but me at the time when I wrote it. It just, it was something I was saying about myself and, and it kind of worried people, my attitude towards things and stuff. But, but so I was in, there's another song called party time, which was the single that we were going to release until that happened. And I, I put the beast of the flip side out cause it's going to be a 45 record vinyl record. Sweet. And so I put the, put the flip side out first, which was that song. And at that time it was weird how that applied to, uh, to the whole situation and everybody's individual state of the state of being right now and um you know things happen weird ways what have you done to replace those things and kind of keep yourself on track and in a positive mind during all this started indulging and enjoying those things again <laughs> I love it. seriously just in a just in a smarter way you know i kind of you know i got fixed and like i said it wasn't my time and my energy knew it wasn't going anywhere and uh right it was like uh was god give me a little spanking and, um, you know, for lack of a better word, I use the word God. You know, I have a whole different understanding of spirituality than than religions and stuff. Right. I've been 
to the other side and got a peek. And so I know what's going on after this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to talk to you about that someday. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds amazing. I want to ask, you're obviously a busy man. You just put out this solo track. Not only that, but of course your old pals and enough's enough just released an album and you're on a track as well there too. So obviously the mindset, uh, of all of us fans want to know, what is this leading into? Is there going to be more work with Enough's Enough down the road? Are you or are you over and done with? And this was just kind of testing the waters. What what were you out to prove with uh, this track with Enough's Enough? I had felt and was accepting that that it was over and done with because for many reasons, for the most of the reasons, it didn't work for me. It, it wasn't uh, working for me. I didn't feel it worked for me for a long, long time. I thought it hindered and and. Uh, actually was was bad for my creativity and it wasn't you know for my state of health and emotional but i find i had it was bothering me so much because there's a lot of legalities and ethical things and moral things that that are just really wrong about the whole situation that i've i've talked about already way too much and um that so i i found uh i was reaching out and i gave it a shot and i gave it a try to see if on my end if i could uh put some effort into, uh, you know, creating some possibilities again right. for the future, for the fans, for my own emotional thing, and for the 30-something years career yeah. of everything I've ever done in my life that was good was, was with that. And I, it, it, I found out that it, it wasn't, uh, there really wasn't uh, much hope. Right. And so, sadly, I'll never say never. You never know what can happen in this world, but... Right. Sadly, I I really am in a state of mind where I, I kind of believe that that was probably it. Right. And that was my attempt at doing it. And I reached out and and uh, gave that song and and he played on it. Chip played on it and and uh, the drummer from the Dissonance record, and uh, and it was good. And he put it on the record. And yeah. for what reasons or what purpose, I'm not sure, but I can imagine. And uh, but didn't push it. Isn't supporting of it. Doesn't mention it or anything like that. Cause wow that's not his agenda sure and so it's there and it was for the fans right and it does exist and there is something remnant of the actual enough's enough people have grown to love because i don't believe that there's much of that left over there at all right well we appreciate you putting that out there testing the waters to see what it can be because it's good to hear you uh on a track under that Enough's Enough title, of course, uh, it's not Enough's Enough without Donnie V, in our opinion. You were just bringing up, uh, essentially celebrating what you've done with the band. And I want to bring up something, too. Uh, this year kind of marks the anniversary, the 25th anniversary, of your Tweaked album from 1995. And in my personal opinion, I kind of feel like that album would also be relevant this year because it seems like a lot of the songs that you, you see on that record you were kind of going through a time that's that's similar to what we're going through now. There's some dark things going on. Is that a fair statement to you? Uh, there was a lot of dark things going on for, throughout, you know, um, even in the, the stuff that doesn't sound dark, those, those were dark times. But, yeah, I've, I've always put, put, I put it out there. What you see is what you get with me, and I've never been afraid to... Uh, to you know, because it, it connects to people, it's real, right. and whatever I'm feeling and whatever I'm experiencing or going through right now, I put, I send it out, you know, I send it out into the dark, and hopefully, you know, for others that that need it, right. to find it and and it to to help. But that is now that you say 25 years, because uh, the tweaked record was the last uh, period of time that I was actually like was on heroin or anything like that, so. 
So that's 25 years Queen of Heroin. Hey, good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. If you had to pick a song from that record that you feel would really stand out and be relevant today as well. For me, it's kind of Life is Strange, but what would you pick? What song would you pick off that track, to, or off that album, to kind of be the lead track going into 2020 here and what we're currently going through? I really personally don't remember what's on that record exactly. <laughs> I don't remember what's even on it. There's, you know, there's that one and 10 and paraphernalia. We're all kind of like a one period of time of, of recording. You know, they just kind of got divided up into three different records. Oh, and, um, okay. I personally don't. Uh, I liked My Dear Dream, but I don't know what else is on that. Because I feel like, you know, like Life is Strange is a, a good representation or maybe uh, has Jesus closed his eyes, you know, with all the, the oh, dark. down there. I like that one. You yeah. Know, that's a good one. With all the dark things going on this, you know, this year, we're kind of going, what is going on? But another great record again. And, and congratulations on the new song, the new Enough's Enough song. Uh, obviously, you've got a lot going on. What is coming up the road here? Uh, for Donnie V. Are we going to get more new music? How about uh, any live streaming uh, projects that we might be able to look forward to? What's ahead? All of the above. Yeah, I got a, I've got a, you know, plenty of new songs that are already even demoed and I'm going to polish up and stuff. And so I don't, I would love to put out a new record, but records aren't very practical and don't make a lot of sense these days financially or, you know, with the state of how things, uh, the process and the whole music industry to begin with, you know, a, a single gets as much, you know, juice as uh, as a whole record unless right. you're one of the diehards that, that just love it and stuff. And I would love to do a whole record and I've got the material. Right. It's just it's not practical and doesn't make sense. And, and I'm also not anywhere close to ready to uh, give up on, uh, on my last record beautiful things it's just the best thing i've ever done and it didn't get the full support that it deserved and it didn't get the live support or anything like that and uh so i'm adding new singles to add to that record and to add to that theme before i start uh presenting the the next evolution of of my writing and the next uh step in uh the growth and that you know the process of how i I continue to try to grow and to continue to try to make things better than the last thing and different. Right. And, they, and the other ones, a lot of them are, they're back to the little bit heavier edge. Cool. You know, in a classic rock sense. But, nice. But, uh, yeah, live streaming, I have plans to do that. I just came up with a cool idea yesterday, but um, I'm going to do a you know a full live concert on, online um, where, you know, I basically have, I'm going to make some backing tracks or get some backing tracks to actually sing to. So it's, uh, there's more there than just a guy with acoustic guitar, which there's a million of those guys every day. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the playing field is level now. So everybody has the same opportunities. It's just according to amount of exposure. Right. And uh, I figured I could do that with a very small live audience in, uh, you know, like 20 people right. of a live audience. And then everybody else, you know, I think I'm doing stage it, probably stage it. Okay. Where you can actually sell tickets and people can tune in around the world, but not download it and give it to everybody else. That's <laughs> a good good idea. Let me ask you here. Uh, I want to ask a question. I want your personal opinion about, uh, uh, well, a certain band that I guess maybe you could consider your peers made national news uh, this past week by playing a live concert, which was actually here in North Dakota and uh, didn't have any social distancing guidelines. Uh, it was up to the concert goers if they wanted to come at their own risk, but not a lot of people in the crowd, too, wore uh, face masks. So what is your personal opinion on the situation that happened? And do you think we could go back to concerts this year? 
I personally wouldn't have any problem I, if if they returned and it, and it was all time to go and do it again. I personally wouldn't have any reservations in doing it. I just went and sat in with a band a couple of weeks ago for two songs against everybody's uh, advice, uh-huh. and um, ended up ended up two days later finding out that one of the guys in that band had corona and was down sick. And uh, wow. so I was exposed to it. And But a lot of people are exposed. We're, we will all be exposed to it at some point, whether we get symptomatic or sick from it is a whole other matter. But right. I'm just it's just the safety of the fans. And, uh, and uh, if, if people are going to come or not, I would have no reservations in doing it. I tell you what, you're a talented man. I'm going to switch gears here a little bit because I absolutely love what you recently did uh, with the Taylor Swift song. Kind of tell us how that came about. <laughs> that was a dare because I have another little project where I like to uh, take old classics and pump up the voltage on them and, and, and beef them up as if had I written the song but, yeah. and, and just present kind of uh, for my own psych and uh, other people like the athletics of what I do, what I'm capable of actually doing when I'm not focusing on the writing and, and creating my vocals or something to that song particularly, you know, just going for it. And um, and so I was, you know, I put out, a, released a few of those and uh, my man, new manager at the time did suggest, well, let's see what you can do with, with a current pop hit somebody's current thing that it would be completely from left field for you and uh so i went with that and and it, i wouldn't say that i exactly listened to it anymore <laughs> and uh <laughs> i knew it was going to turn off some people but right. it was a dare and once it was done like you might as well what are you going to do with it put right. it out you know and i and love so, it uh, you know it's funny you should bring that up you know there's a couple <laughs> other songs in my in my uh, history that that uh, when they get brought up, they kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> we love what you did with it. We appreciate you, man, taking the time here in Fargo chatting with us. We appreciate the music as always. All my favorite things. We're loving that song. And uh, where can we find you on social media and keep following you? Everywhere, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. DonnieV.com, Grizzly Grayola. I got a new company, Say La Vie. Any of the fans, any of the enough enough stuff will know where I'm at, and uh, you know we're just trying to make it grow, and yeah. and I'm there. And if anybody you know interested and likes anything that they hear, just you know you, you just got to look for me, and you'll find me. Love it, Donnie. Thank you so much for making time for us here in Fargo.